0: I'm Nikki Niki De Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates, making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The COVID-19 infection in the Philippines climbs to 47,873 as the health department confirms 1,540 new cases Tuesday. That's a tapering from two consecutive days of more than 2,000 daily increase. Of the new cases, over 600 are from Metro Manila and more than 170 are from Region 7. The remaining 747 cases are tagged under others. Total recoveries now over 12,000. The death toll at 1,309. Malacanang denies allegations there's a lack of hospital beds for COVID-19 patients. Presidential spokesman Harry Roque called it fake news, saying 72% of hospital beds in Metro Manila are still available. More than 8,000 beds are allotted for COVID-19 patients, but only around 3,000 are occupied. Roque adds there are around 74,000 testing facilities across the country. He says every Filipino has a role to play in helping curb the spread of the virus. Ang sinasabi lang po natin ng gobyerno ngayon, no, dahil kinakailangan ng aaw natin pumagkarun ng hanap at kinakailangan buksan ng ekonomiya. Yaa alam naman po natin na ati mga sandata, no, laban sa COVID-19 para mapapagalitoh. Social distancing, pagsusuot ng mask, paghuhugas ng kamay. At uh, kinakailangan po, eh, yung pananagutan, eh, kinakailangan pong mas malaki na po ang responsibilidad ng ating mga LGUs dahil sila nga po ang uh, mag uh, implement ng mga granular o localized lockdown. Kinakailangan ang individual magkaroon ng mas malaking responsibilidad. Roque also announced today the lifting of the suspension of non-essential travel of Filipinos. The Philippines could hit the upper bound of the range for projected COVID-19 cases in August if government opens up public mobility and transport further. That's according to Jomar Rabahante, mathematical biology professor at the University of the Philippines. Projections made earlier by the OCTA Research and the University of the Philippines Resilience Institute showed the COVID-19 infections in the country could reach 60,000 by the end of this month and possibly over 95,000 by the end of August. If we are going to open the transportation the mobility uh, up to 80%, probably we can hit the upper bound that we have projected. But if we're going to maintain the very strict uh, rules, probably we can uh, just hit the lower bound. But uh, all in all, uh, our projections are based on the possible interventions. So this is really for preparation for us to know how many will ha- will be active cases later so we can Uh, prepare our uh, hospitals, our ICU beds, etc. Meanwhile, health reform advocate Dr. Tony Liatchon notes the acute cases reported by the DOH in recent days are real and not just results of a backlog. Liatchon also warns of serious implications on the government's pandemic response if a new report that claims the coronavirus could be spread via airborne particles were to be true. The people should be alerted as to the great effect of this particular new finding and this will be actually be uh, published next week in a scientific journal this may actually uh, set up for more uh, proper ventilation in the 95 aside from the usual heavily promoted the hand washing and face masks The Philippine Health Department said Tuesday there was not enough evidence yet to back the said report submitted by more than 200 scientists urging the World Health Organization to change pandemic guidelines. Metro Manila's busiest railway, the MRT3, suspended operations starting today as more of its personnel contract the new coronavirus. The temporary shutdown is projected to last at least five days to give way to the swab testing of all railway employees. The number of MRT personnel who have tested positive for COVID-19 has gone up to 198. Among them are ticket sellers and train drivers. The suspension of MRT3 operations affected tens of thousands of commuters who use the railway system daily. Transport officials say they will try to resume operations of the MRT3 as soon as they can. Ang resumption of operations po sa MRT3 ay itong darating na linggo, uh, limang araw po yung hiningi natin na suspension of operations, ngunit maari po na ma- umiksiyan, maari po magresulta tayo ng operations earlier base po doon sa bilis at resulta po nung isinasagawa natin ngayon na RT-PCR swab testing sa lahat po ng empleyado ng MRT3. The UN Environment Programme says the world needs to address diseases caused by germs spread between people and animals to prevent another pandemic. The agency points out there have been six major new coronavirus outbreaks in the past century and majority of the new and in emerging infectious diseases are derived from animals. We must come, uh, become more proactive to avoid another pandemic and we must address zoonotic diseases. This means recognizing the inextricably linked human health, animal health and planetary health, that these three cannot be separated. The two Philippine consular offices hit with COVID-19 cases are set to resume operations this week. Philippine Foreign Affairs Undersecretary Brigido Dulay says the office in Alabang reopened today, while the ASEAN office in Paranaque will reopen Wednesday. The DFA closed the two offices on Monday for site disinfection and contact tracing efforts. We are open as soon as we disinfect and we have contact traced yung uh, aming mga personnel. Uh, Nag-quarantine na po yung mga close contacts. Kami po ay uh, dapat laging open 24-7 na kung pwede. Meanwhile, the DFA says it has so far brought home some 60,000 Filipino migrant workers affected or displaced by the pandemic. It is set to charter eight more repatriation flights this month. COVID-19 cases in the United Arab Emirates hit 50,000 after one of the Arab world's largest economies fully lifted curfews last month. The gradual lifting of coronavirus restrictions has also allowed commercial businesses and public venues to reopen. But the Philippine Embassy in the Abu Dhabi says they have observed an increase in the number of recoveries by Filipino migrant workers affected by the virus. Still, it reminds Filipinos in the UAE to keep their guards up against COVID-19 itong mga national figures na ating nakikita ay hindi naman uh, uh, broken down into nationalities pero nakikita namin sa pangkala sa ating pag-ugnayan ang uh, na naiitala na, natin na talagang marami talaga nakaka-recover sa ating mga kababayan. I would say 78% uh, which is reflective also of the national figure. Magpatuloy po ng pag-iingat, lalong-lalo na ngayon na nagbubukas na ulit ang ating uh, mga negosyo at uh, bumabalik ng lahat sa trabaho. Philippine inflation accelerates for the first time in five months in June. The consumer price index hit 2.5 percent, mainly due to transport prices, as quarantine restrictions were eased in many areas. A higher annual rate in alcoholic beverages and tobacco index, as well as an annual increase of housing, water, electricity, gas and other fuels, also pushed up overall inflation. We've seen a uh, really uh, high uh, increase in um... The uh, tricycle fare uh, registering a 26.0% increase. So uh, you have uh, movements of uh, our citizens. So this, in a way, uh, caused the uh, increase. And of course, the limited uh, transportation uh, during the uh, transition from ECQ to GCQ. Economists believe Philippine inflation trend is headed up. The transport sector, uh, we've been anticipating an increase, but the kick actually came in uh, in June uh, instead of May. We already saw the tricycle drivers uh, charging higher during the May period. Inflation is starting to show uh, signs that there will be some limitations to what they can do and that maybe it's the fiscal response that has to step in to compensate. Lawmakers who want to dictate news reports are punishing ABS-CBN. That's according to media law professor Marichu Lambino, who describes the issue as frightening. She warns if government can control ABS-CBN, it can control any other news organization in the country. ABS-CBN is biased in favor of giving voice to the voiceless. And ABS-CBN is biased in favor of reporting the truth. And that is what is at the heart of this um, matter. And if they're going to punish ABS-CBN for being biased in favor of the truth, that is a form of subsequent punishment. And it is is, uh, interpreting and enforcing the law in a way that abridges the right to a free press. That is why this has become a right to a free and independent press. Lambino urges lawmakers to vote on ABS-CBN's bid to renew its franchise, not just based on their conscience, but also on public interest. Buhay party list Rep. Lito Atienza accuses House lawmakers of being biased toward ABS-CBN. Atienza says the hearing was supposed to be about the media giant's franchise renewal application, but instead it turned into a fishing expedition. He adds, resource persons should have been given the chance to explain instead of giving lawmakers time to air their grievances against the network. In a hearing, you can really ask anything. That's fine with me. But, having been clarified by authoritative sources, I think we should stop at that and accept it. As part of the hearing, hearing process, we should listen. Hindi yung... You're out to prove and prove that to prove and prove that the ABS is guilty to the point of uh, literally going on a fishing expedition meanwhile veteran journalist Verhel Santos asserts no government institution should have the power to regulate the press Santos says some lawmakers do not understand what press freedom means Press freedom to me is the only principle that applies in this case. Mm. All the other allegations, whether they've been proved or not, uh, do not constitute any justification for uh, denying ABS-CBN its franchise. Because if you deny ABS-CBN renewal of its franchise, that constitutes a um, a curtailment of the freedom. That ABS C B N has been exercising. They cannot do that. And those were the latest time Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.